we have some potential ads, drops, and sell-high candidates next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, June 29th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White, and let's start with the Brewers. Keston Hiera and Willie Adamas Hiera now has three home runs in his last four games, did not strike out a single time on Monday. Willie Adamas hit a three-run home run as well and has been very good since being traded to the Milwaukee Brewers. Scott, what do you think of both Keston Hira and Willie Adamas as potential ads? I think they're both interesting. Keston Hira obviously has an enormous ceiling. That's why we've been so high on him entering the past two seasons. It <laughs> was a struggle for him to get to this point. Optioned back to AAA twice. But between those two stints, hit over 400 at AAA. I think the OPS was over 1,200. It definitely produced there. But specifically in the most recent stint, got the strikeout rate down to about 25% in his 50 or so plate appearances. But, you know, obviously not a huge sample, but a big improvement with the strikeouts there. And uh, he talked about how he was training himself to make better swing decisions. What's most interesting about the home runs since returning the three and four games is that I know the last two were on high fastballs and that was a pitch that was killing him earlier. So it, it does seem like uh, he's making better swing decisions as far as that goes. Definitely exciting to see. Definitely worth a flyer again is Keston Hira. I don't think Willie Adamas has anywhere near that upside, um, but it's hard to say for sure because he spent most of his career with the Rays, of course. Tropicana Field, his numbers there are terrible. Terrible. His his stats, career stats on the road, and this includes some of his time with the Brewers, but obviously most of the time with the Rays. 296 batting average and an 867 OPS away from Tropicana Field in his career, um, which makes him out to be a very different player than we know him to be. So, much smaller park the Brewers play in. We'll see. We'll see how it goes for Adamas, but if he needs shortstop help, he's not a bad pickup. The dropometer. Let's fire it up. One to ten. One, you want to hold on to this guy. Ten, you can drop this player. Reese Hoskins went 0 for 4 with three strikeouts on Monday. The batting average is down to 225. Scott, dropometer for Hoskins. I'll put it at about a 3.5. I think we know him to be a very streaky player. Uh, he was slumping early on in May, too, and then really salvaged his numbers in the second half of that month. I don't think it's going to happen in June, but he could come roaring back with in, in June with big power production. Um, not as much of a walker as in past years, so that's kind of concerning. But I still think in most leagues, you want to hold on to Hoskins. How about Gleber Torres, who went 0 for 4 with two more strikeouts as well on Monday? And his last 110 games since the start of last season, he's batting 240 with six home runs. I have no idea what's going on with Gleyber Torres, Scott. What do you think? I don't either, but it's it's been going on a long time now, right? like you mentioned, on, on over 110 games. And that was after his first two years in the majors. He showed plenty of power. He hit 62 home runs uh, between his first and second seasons in the ma- in the majors. And really, uh, all the underlying numbers are, are, are comparable to those first two seasons in terms of how hard he hits the ball, the launch angle, the strikeout rate. It wouldn't surprise me if he had a Jose Ramirez-like resurgence and maybe similar to what Keston here is doing where a player looks broken for a long period of time and then suddenly fixed. But in shallower leagues, I don't think you have to stick it out with Torres just because of his name. So I'd put him at a, a, a six on the dropometer. 
Let's wrap up with a few potential sell-high candidates, Scott. Jared Walsh went two for four with a double on with an RBI double on Monday. But since May 1st, he's batting just 260 with a 32% strikeout rate. And the other one's Trevor Story, who's been coming around his last 15 games. He's batting 286 with four homers and six steals. But the possibility of Trevor Story being moved before the trade deadline outside of Coors Field in Colorado is something that is looming. So Jared Walsh and Trevor Story as sell-high candidates. What do you think? I think they both fit. Jared Walsh's season-long numbers still look very good. But, you know, the key to his breakout last September and this April, I thought, was a greatly reduced strikeout rate. And it's really been climbing the past couple months. It's in very scary, scary territory in June. So while his value is still high, I don't think it's a bad idea to shop him. You don't want to undersell him, of course. But sure, you could shop him. Trevor Story, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm writing a column right now, drafting for the rest of the season, and I still have him as a, as a second-round pick. I, I I do think it's it's likely he does get traded out of Colorado and and wherever he goes it'll be a worse environment for for him than that hitting wise, uh, so you got to be aware of that. But it, you got to be careful not to undersell him too because obviously he's underachieved to this point in the season. All of us think he's going to bounce back if he stays in Colorado. You you want an elite player in return. I'm not confident you'll get that, but that's what you need to hold out for. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.